relevant to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur with more than 30 years of experience. America's top female real estate investors one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonaire with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everybody. Welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I know some of you probably get hired of me saying, welcome, that's what we'll say about ever. But I really am that excited when I do it. So that's my excited voice. Uh, so happy you're here today. We're in October and we're talking about each Tuesday about the top exit strategies and what you need to be thinking, thinking forward that the holidays are literally around the corner. So I'm Dawn Benton-Twypard. I'm America's most sought after real estate investor. I'm also known as the queen of short sales. Yes, it's trademarked. I've had it for 20 years. Also trademarked short sales as it applies to real estate investing. So I've been doing this a long time, 30 years investing. And this month we're talking about some of the top exit strategies based on the time of year and always, of course, what's happening in the economy and crazy COVID. So, uh, our motto at Wonderful is people before profits. So if that resonates with you, you're at the right place. So I want to do, uh, I want to read a five-star review. So I, ha- I print these out of a company called Podcast Reviews and they put them all together and they send them to me uh, every week. So this one says, learning in a fun way. Dawn does such a nice job of breaking things down in an easy-to-understand way. I love that each episode is focused on one topic, so it's possible to understand things more in-depth. Definitely worth subscribing. Angel Hartwell! Ah! Angel! Girlfriend! I say I don't read these ahead of time. That's why I hope they're always good. <laughs> she is the Wicked Smart Podcast. Oh my gosh! Thank you, girl. I love you. Y'all check her out. Angel. And I love the way she spells it. It's A-N-J-E-L. Angel Hartwell. She's a Wicked Smart Women podcast. I've been a guest on her show. And she gave me a five-star review. See, it shows you I don't read these ahead of time because I just look and see five stars and I read it. I'm hoping someone doesn't put five stars and write something awful and I just read it like that one these days. And don't get any ideas that that's what you're going to do. I'm going to start reading these in advance starting today. Okay, so um, we're talking about our top exit strategies for the fall. And so we talked about uh, buying and holding. And that could be anything. Storage units, commercial buildings, single family homes, duplexes, triplexes, really, honestly, anything. And we talked about quick flipping last week and we also I went off on a little bit of a tangent about depression so if anybody uh, is struggling with that I want you to go back and listen to my show last Tuesday and tonight we're going to talk about uh, today rehabbing and selling so because a lot of people rehab and they keep it for they become a landlord but rehabbing and selling now this is another good time again it's we're getting later in the month of October right now 
and people like to move over the holidays. The, the summertime is the number one time that people move, and that's mostly to get their kids started in the school at the beginning of the school year. But the second most popular time for people to move is over the Christmas and the New Year's break so they can get their kids enrolled in school for the next semester. Not a lot of parents want to bring their kids in, you know, in the first week of May and school's out in June and they don't get a chance to make any friends. So uh, holidays are a big, a big time for closing deals and moving, moving, moving. So now we're at the end of October. So if you get a house on the market in the next week or two, say the second week of November, it would close, you know, the second or third or fourth week of uh, December and people could move over the holidays. So if you've been rehabbing or you're like, hey, you know, I think I would like to really rehab and sell some stuff. If you can get something on the market pretty quickly, you can get it turned really fast right now. And people want to move for the holidays. Now, if you're going to rehab, I've done a series of videos. I don't think I've ever done, I have not done the series of the videos here on the, the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. But I have these little short videos I do called Real Estate in a Snap, where they're 60 seconds each. And I've done a whole bunch of those on every single topic. And I put out like 10 of them together and make them like a little series. So the one thing I want to say about if anyone wants to rehab, think about the time of the year and where you live. Is it going to start snowing? Is it going to be rainy? Do you live in Florida and it's beautiful and sunny all the time? It's finally not so hot out that you can do it. Think about the time of the year. Think about obstacles with weather. But one of the most important things I want you to think about right now, if you want to rehab right now, is the cost of the items that you need, the cost of plywood, the cost of nails, the cost of tools. Uh, one thing COVID did is it, it made all the building supplies go through the roof. Like you could get, you know, before COVID, you could get a piece of plywood, a giant piece of plywood for like 18 bucks, and it was $100. It's like, you know, when they have like a, oh, a hurricane or something, and people, I can't remember, think of the word I'm using. When they gouge people, they do the price gouging, but there's a word, a specific word for it. And they buy up all the plywood, then they charge like $200 a piece if people really need it. So during COVID, sadly, a lot of buildings stopped around the country. There's less, way less, like 50% less building permits nationwide. And a lot of housing developments and projects are completely put on hold because the cost of building materials went so high. So if you're thinking like, hey, you know what? I really do want to rehab. I, I just love it, Twan. And every time I hear you talk about rehabbing, I just get so excited about talking about rehabbing. That's something that you really feel like you want to do and something that like, you know, you're led to do. I want you to just really think about different types of rehabbing and where you can get things. For example, let's see here. Can I turn my camera around? No, no, I'm going to try this. I don't mess up any of my cords. Ah, no, I can't mess up all my cords. Okay, so right there, I have this really beautiful custom-made wood bar. It's a tall bar. It's all out of log. It's beautiful and it's custom-made. And so what I did, I was looking on Craigslist. And I found a store that was going out of sale and that was the where they used to do receipts and sign people up and stuff and I got it. Now I have over here, I have a log table. It's a six chair custom made log table 
I found a couple that was retiring and they were moving into a motorhome and they were going to spend the rest of their lives traveling the country and they were getting rid of all of their big furniture. So uh, I just have too many things plugged into my computer to turn it, but I'll put a picture up. Well, you've seen pictures on, on my pages. Um, so the log table that would normally be maybe 1800 bucks, it was a couple hundred. The bar was a couple hundred. Um, I got log furniture in there. I mean, I, we were looking at log beds back when we got married. They were $1,800. We bought ours for $400. <laughs> so, so people uh, get rid of things like cabinets. We Most of the houses that we have rehabbed, we go to all these repurposing and these, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, the word I want to say salvation, but that's not it. Um, salvage. I'm sorry. I like lost the word. Salvage. Salvation is important too. We go to all these salvage stores and you can get kitchen like from multi-million dollar houses, multi-million dollar houses. And someone's just like, oh, I don't like the color of my kit. I'm going to redo my cabinets. And they take these beautiful $50,000 cabinets they had custom made and they just get rid of them. Literally, just put them out on the street. Salvage stores have beautiful bathrooms, bathtubs, toilets, beautiful kitchen cabinets, all kinds of really neat things that you can get super, super cheap. So if you're like, hey, you know what? I really do want to rehab, but things are really expensive right now. Well, carpet didn't go up that much. Tile didn't go up a whole lot. And if you can find used cabinets, you can find doors. We buy, um, now our house here, we had these doors custom made, but we buy doors from salvage companies all the time. And really neat door handles and just really fun little things like that that you can find. You can also repurpose and repaint and strip the color up and redo things that look outdated and make them look trendy again. So, so even though, uh, so I'm right down salvage because for some reason I just keep wanting to say salvation. <laughs> ah! Oh my mind, I get off on tangents sometimes. I don't know how to stop. Um, but you can find really neat things like this uh, fireplace, this mantle. Now this is, I mean, you may find something like that in a salvage store. This is definitely one of a kind. This is an entire tree of cut in half uh, off our property, actually. And we had it all stripped down and everything. It had died. It took eight guys to carry that thing up the stairs. But that's custom. But look how cool, look how cool that fire, that mantle is. It's, those are all logs said to go into the wall to hold the weight of it. And that is one big giant, I don't know, that's like, what is that, 30 feet? I don't know how, this is a big living room. You can find stuff like that all the time. In our antique store, we get so many old mantles and really neat old things that people bring in and they sell them for like 50 bucks. And, and people don't know that stuff like that's available. They just go in and want to buy everything new. So I'm not saying don't rehab. But I'm saying if you're going to rehab with the building supplies up, and appliances are up. I mean, we I went looking for refrigerators just two weeks ago. And this one refrigerator was like $2,800. And I was like, that is like a $1,500 refrigerator. And then so I started looking at something a little less expensive. My mom moved into her own apartment in a senior building, and she wants to have a small fridge. Well, they had these small fridges that were $1,500. I'm talking like apartment size, small fridge, a $1,500 box. And they said, we only have the ones on the floor. We can't even order them right now. 
I'm like, why, how, why do you not have refrigerators? And they said, well, because of COVID, so many people were laid off work and not able to work. And so they fell behind on building. And then with the gas and the driving and the truckers, they weren't able to ship. And so one of the stores was a little tiny appliance store because I had already been to Home Depot and Best Buy and all the big places. And she says, and she said, we can't even get anything for four weeks. And if you want something in a specific color, so basically everything on the floor, nothing was, you couldn't take it out of the store. Now, in Iowa, we go to the Home Depot all the time for appliances, and we just go in and load them up in the truck, and off we go. But here in Colorado, there was not one single store that had one appliance that we could take with us, and the order was to wait was over a month. And the prices were ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, why is this so expensive to buy a refrigerator? But everything became more expensive. And, and then the girl, like she said, she says, well, listen, it's not that they are so expensive to make them, but the factories were closed, the people were closed, they couldn't make them, they couldn't get them shipped, they can't get them delivered, gas has gone up, everything's gone up, this and this and this, all the lockdowns, and now they're back ordering for, uh, you know, a, a black refrigerator is on the back order for six weeks. It's like, that's insane. So that tells me and I already know building prices have gone up because we have one rehab up here in the mountains we're doing over on 17 acres. And we always go to salvage yards and we always look for things. I'm telling you, Craigslist. There's so much stuff on Craigslist, you will not believe it. That's how we got um, a lot of our, uh, uh, the bar and the table and a lot of the things that we got, we got them on Craigslist. And they were from moving sales. So when you see people having moving sales, go check it out. Like I said, we bought a king size log bed, a full size and a twin for uh, four, five, six, seven hundred in total. Total beautiful custom made log furniture because uh, the one couple was moving to Denver or a table and a bar because they were downsizing to a motorhome. And not that you would buy beds and things for a rehab, but cabinets, appliances, like so many things, you can get so, so, so cheap if you'll just take the time to get out and check out some of the salvage places and get on Craigslist, go to moving sales, go to things, and especially the salvage yards that take cabinets out of uh, expensive houses. We have bought some beautiful, beautiful cabinets for some of our rehabs that were honestly just a few hundred dollars. We bought this one, um, island for a kitchen and the honor she she paid $7,500 <laughs> to have it installed in her store it was her centerpiece in her store and so she put it up for 500 bucks she goes I got to get rid of this island it's taking up too much space on my store I need room and so she had it for $500 so we go over there and she this is a furniture store and the woman bought it from somebody else and had this giant island, but like an island that you would have in a kitchen, but much grander and much larger, custom made out of all log. And she goes, oh, I just have her 500 bucks. You know, I don't know, it's gonna take a freight train to move this thing out of here. And she went on and on about it. So Bill and I went and looked at it and made an agreement, gave her the money, and then we came in with a trailer and like just a couple tools, just pop, 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 and just took it apart. And she said, well, if I had known it was that easy to take it apart, I would have sold this thing for $2,000. I cannot believe you guys took this thing apart in less than a half an hour. 
And she was upset. I was like, well, do you want it back? Just give us that card. She says, no, I don't want it back. But I mean, you guys stole that. I was like, hey, you had it for 500. We came and looked at it. We asked you twice, are you sure? And you said yes. Because she didn't know how easy it was to actually take apart. But we know that because we have so much log stuff in our own home. So, and we put it in one of our rehabs and made it the island kitchen. And then we uh, had the cabinets. We actually made the cabinets. My daughter and I made the cabinets. And that kitchen was so beautiful. The first couple, they were like, oh my gosh, I've never seen a, a, a center like that. I mean, it's the island. It's, I can't believe that's in this house. And it literally sold the house. So put your thinking caps on and go to uh, garage sales, go to estate sales, go to moving sales, get on Craigslist, go to salvage places, and you can still rehab and do really good on your money and saving money. If you'll just take a few minutes to go look for things. If you have to buy plywood and stuff like that, like from Home Depot or Lowe's, it's gonna be a lot. So save money in other areas, but with really super nice stuff. Okay, all right, so we are Getting to the end of October, so we're going to do, I didn't write this down ahead of time, we're going to do spiritual this week, and so I'm probably going to get some flack from some of you for saying this, but um, I do think Halloween is a devil holiday. Now, I have dressed up most of my life, taken my kids, done all the stuff, but now that I'm more spiritually aware of things that are happening, it is the day that actually celebrates the dead and the devil and just all this stuff and it falls on some pagan calendar, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes with it. So I'm just going to ask everyone this week to pray for our hedge of protection because next week is kids will be out and they'll be trick-or-treating and they'll be doing all the things that they do. I'm just going to ask you this week to pray for a hedge of protection over all the people that are out doing what they think is a fun, normal, great, amazing, fun holidays. Everybody's favorite time of year to dress up and just pray for a, a hedge of protection over people to be safe. Okay, so uh, back next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Don't forget, you can find me at dwonderful.com or at dwonderful. And the truth is in the red letters. Ciao! Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Oh, for more information on how to make your, your real estate, estate dreams, dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.